The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Hope you're all doing up well out there, and I'm coming to you. Well, I guess, like I always say, what touches the heart comes from the heart. And uh, I'm asking uh, how you're doing, Malden, and beyond. I have a very special guest with me today, and her name is Barbara Tolstrom. How you doing, Barbara? How you doing? I'm doing as well as anybody else is being at home. And being concerned, as we all are, about this COVID-19 crisis and pandemic that we're, we're having to deal with. But I'm doing well. Well, let me ask you, Barbara, um, exactly what have you been doing for COVID-19, dear? What have I been doing? Watching the news, which I'm, I'm a news junkie any, anyway, so I watch the news on the television. Watching the updates, getting nervous. It's a very scary situation, don't you think? In some respects, yes, it is, dear. Yeah, yeah. And when you, you know, you see people, uh, you read about people, and of course, uh, I heard the other day that the Globe obituary pages was just full of uh, names and people that, you know, have not, have succumbed to the coronavirus. So what have, what have you been doing? How long have you been doing a, po- a podcast? I, uh, and I, you, you said you were here at the uh, station. You were at the station. I'm not at the station. I'm, no, I'm you're not, my week. dear. You're in the comfort in your own home. We want to keep you safe because we love you so much. Uh, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> so uh, do you have a crew there with you? No, it's me, myself, and I. And this lovely podcast station uh, they put together, and uh, actually this time I decided to record it uh, um, oh, with a camera. So um, I want to put this out there on YouTube and on the wall, so um, you'll be out but there. People could see people could see you, but they can't. Oh, they'll be seeing you. I picked a lovely picture of you, Barbara. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's nice. So how long have we been doing this? I started this about, um, you know, my sixth episode, and uh, so I've done it six times. And uh-huh. I thought it would be a wonderful idea if I, I know this coronavirus is out there, and I understand that, but I love to touch the people's hearts, and you're a very sweet lady, and I know you're uh, at home. I want you to know that uh, all of us here at Malden Access really care about you. And well, we uh, all ca- I care about you all. Now, how many people do you have with you today to, to make this podcast happen? Just myself. Just yourself, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And you are at the station. 
Yeah, at this point in time, but the station's closed to the public. Yes, I know that it is. Yeah. I miss it. <laughs> well, I have, we have, you have a guest, I'm your guest, I have a guest. My, my cat just jumped into my lap, so. <laughs> yeah, so uh, tell so, me, uh, you're, tell me, when did you first come to Malden Access, Barbara? Oh, I started doing my show in 2002, believe it or not, uh, but I was coming down before as a volunteer, and interestingly enough, it was Jay Phillips, she got involved, and she was doing, uh, I forget what we call them, uh, information uh, over the uh, uh, the screen, I guess it was, about what was going on at the station, programs, and that sort of thing. For the for uh, people who were uh, could not see blind people or people with uh, uh, sight uh, difficulties, and uh, then they stopped that. And at that point, uh, Jeff Hansel, who happened to be the the executive director at that time, asked me if I would be interested in doing a talk show. And so I began doing the show called Walton Square with uh, Brendan Duffy, who was my co-host, and he was a former teacher at the high school. And we did it for a year, and we really had a great uh, time, and it was a, we had a, a good uh, kind of rapport. So it was an interesting show, and we heard from people that they enjoyed it. So that was, that was great, and I enjoyed it very much. And then Brendan decided to, well, he was retired from teaching, of course, and had been working at City Hall in the mayor's office. But then he decided to retire, and he and his wife moved to, I believe it was Tewksbury, and he didn't want to make the commute. So the question was, well, who am I going to be, who's going to co-host with me? And we never came up with anybody. And then somebody said, well, why don't you do it alone? And I said, well, I don't know if I can do that. Can I talk for an hour? And, and then I, so then they said, well, you don't have guests. So here I am, 18 years later, still when it's available and able to do it, doing my show. That's great. You've done a lot of shows. How many show, Do you know how many shows you've done, Barbara? Well, if I started in 2002... And that's 18 years, believe it or not. A lot of shows, Barbara, huh? It's a lot of shows, even when I kind of tapered off this past summer. And also, I at first I was naive to think that I could do a show, a different show, every single week. <laughs> and then I realized at some point that maybe that wasn't work. But I did that for a long while. And then... I kind of switched, so now it's a kind of every two week situation if I have a guest. But uh, so it's a little bit more relaxed than it was when it when it was uh, my when we were doing it first. But I've done some interesting shows, had some interesting uh, volunteers to work with. As of course myself, I'm being I'm a volunteer as a, as you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been a it's been an interesting uh, kind of 
journey, I guess you might call it. I've ha- I have had some interesting guests. Do you remember some of your guests here? Well, yes, I do. Uh, there was one that was particularly funny. It was a uh, ventriloquist. Well, he, he, he's a constable, but he collects ventriloquist dummies. And I had a show with him. Now, he didn't want me to go go on site to the to his studio or or but he did bring two or three of his uh, particularly uh outstanding uh dummies if you could call them that that's what it is they call them and uh, at that time i used to, we used to sit at a sort of a, a counter you know and so there was me at one end he was at the other and and in the in between there were two of his his most uh, uh, well known or outstanding uh, ventriloquist dummies. It was it was really a fun show. I remember and that show, you know. Do, you do because I I saw the the, the uh, dummies and I went in the opposite direction. <laughs> Why are you? Uh, I, do they make you nervous? So there are people who are afraid of them. I just when I saw them, I said, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> <laughs> but then I've had a show uh, with one of uh, my son's uh, brothers, who was a, who was a uh, an advocate. He was actually uh, really uh, involved in uh, protecting. Um, Dogs, the dogs down at the uh, racing dogs, uh, and he ha- he came on and talked about the law that banned uh, dog racing, which is what he was, wor- you know, working for. And so I had him and two of his nicest dogs, and then his wife, who also was working, was uh, volunteering for this effort. And it worked. They passed, the, the the law was passed, and now dog racing is banned, at least here in Massachusetts. I I, I assume, hopefully, nationwide, it's not a kind sport. And then there have been some others. I had uh, one time. I had the uh, <coughs> lieutenant governor. I think I've had state representatives, the lieutenant governor at one point. Uh, I've had the a uh, couple of our state senators. Uh, the mayor, our current mayor, likes to come on to my show because, you know, he's a great one for transparency and for letting his uh, constituents know what's happening in the city. And so he likes to come on because he feels it's another uh, tool or mechanism for getting the word out to to people in in the city. So he's he's a, a willing uh, guest, and I'd like to have him because we always have great conversations. And that's the other thing: it's a talk show, but it isn't like a question and answer show as much as it is a. a we have a conversation, so and uh, so, and people seem to be very make uh, find that very relaxing. So, and you've been on my show, I believe. I, I don't think I've been on your show yet, Barbara, but I will. Well, we went. You know, something before this uh, COVID thing started, which 
that's kind of a good way to describe it. But anyway, uh, we had talked about your coming on. Yes. And we made plans to do that. As a matter of fact, I was on your show. Let me tell you something. When you first started it. Yes. Yep. Yes. So uh, how long have you been doing that? It's been a while now. I started my show. um, Let me tell you something. I think it was back in 2009. And um, as time went on, I, I put it to sleep for a little while, so to speak. And yes. uh, I, when I learned about podcasts, I liked the idea of podcasts, and I, uh, I took it back out again, and here I am doing it again. And, uh, now, and I think you would enjoy doing podcasts, Barbara. Well, I'm a talker. <laughs> I think that's one of the requirements I imagine. So tell me exactly, what is a podcast? Podcast um, is like you're at home. Yes. I'm here at the station, yep. and it can be done in a couple of ways. Um, it, there's, like being home and at the station, also you can do it right from your home as well. But there's different yes. uh, software to be used. But in this case, I am here at the station, and they have a podcast station. And here at the station, there's four mics and somewhat of a sound room here, and and in other words, I can plug you in, and now you can be at home, and I can speak from you, from the station, and you're right in your home at home at your own home, and oh, that's great. Yeah, and I can edit it, uh, and just uh, it can go live, and uh, and it can go on um, YouTube, and it can go on um, Twitter. Wherever uh-huh. I decide to put it, or they allow me to put it. And uh, in this case, um, it's also going on um, channel uh, three, because uh-huh. that's where I'm putting it to as well. The programmer oh, does the, that for me. Yeah, the public uh, uh, network. Yes, correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes, we're a peg station, public education and government. Yes. So yeah. you're, I'm on the, we're on the public uh uh, category. Well, that's interesting. So, uh, and you find it, you find it uh, fun to do it interesting? I find it relaxing. I find it is very helpful. It gives me the opportunity to have different types of guests on, like yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's a really good part of it. Yeah, yeah if, uh, I'm able to have other guests, and they're all informable, like yourself. And uh, I, I enjoy it immensely. And uh, anybody out there with them, the sound of my voice, whether you're 15, 16, or young at heart, like Barbara and myself, you could do this too. So how, how do you get a podcast? If well, I wanted to say, I, oh, Josephine's podcast is on, uh, how do I turn it on? How, how do you want, in other words, you want to hear this? Uh, I will well, send. I will so send who's you. Your audience. You, who's, who's your audience? Anybody and that. How are they your audience? They're not all on the telephone. So, are they? It, it can be on a computer, a cell uh-huh. phone. You know, iPhone. Uh, they uh-huh. can pick it up anywhere. Um, anybody that oh. listens to podcasts can listen to this particular podcast. I see. So you don't have to. It, you don't have to do it through the computer. 
It or can do you? it can be done through a computer, but it also can be done uh, via cell phone too as well. Oh, so if somebody wanted to hear this, they could pick up their phone and somehow dial in and listen to this podcast? And Is that what you're t- Correct. In my case, they can go to matv.org uh-huh. and click on podcast. It will take uh-huh. you right to the podcast and we'll also go to VOD and mine happens to be on channel three as well. Oh, that's, that's fun. Yeah, that's so interesting. It gives you something to do. Uh, and I don't mean that. I don't, I don't mean that to be critical or whatever, but this disparaging. But still, with this, where we're so confined, uh, but you you have left your home to go to the station, have you not? I've been working right along, Barbara. You have been. Oh, is. Well, what is the status of the station? Tell me that. There's nobody uh, actually here physically. Uh, there's uh, only a couple of us, um, myself and Talonzo. Uh, I have uh-huh. things to do here, and one of them is this podcast. Um, there's other things that I do here as well, but the station is closed. Oh, well, I know you, you, you are the receptionist, and you do a lot of uh, mailings, I'm sure, and, and uh business for the station so yes i know that you how long has that been how how many years have you been uh at the station almost 13 years wow i'm the office manager here and um but um this podcast is about you barbara this podcast about you this podcast is about you my dear (laughs) it's about me yeah well i i am a as you know sort of a Automatic <laughs> interviewer. So. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to people. I find myself doing that even if it's just a conversation. Well, I'll be saying, what do you do? Oh, how long have you been doing that? I, you know, are you married? Do you live in Malta? All of these questions. And, it's, and I will think to myself, oh, my, I'm interviewing them. Yeah. But that's kind of how it is. Well, so I, I guess I was a natural for the for the show, which, by the way, is called, as you know, Malden Square. Yeah, yeah, Malden Square is a very interesting show. I've watched it quite uh, quite often. Uh, both Virginia oh, and I. That's yeah. nice to know. Yes, I'm sure people are and, still watching it. Well, actually, you know, I do have people say to me, "I see you on television." Mm-hmm. And that started really almost immediately. <laughs> I remember being in. Uh, I don't know, filings one day, when there was a filings, and uh, this woman, the saleswoman, said, oh, I see you on television. I said, oh, you must live in Malden, because in those days it was Comcast, and only Comcast uh, broadcast in Malden, at least. And then we, uh, I went to Verizon, my husband wanted to, and so now we can get other stations as well as... Uh, is just MATV. Now, what is we've got a new name, haven't we? Yes, uh, MATV will soon be called UMA. Yeah, I remember that Ron uh, Cox, the director, announced that at our last uh, annual meeting. So, how is that going? It's coming along. Uh, eventually, you'll see it um, publicized. 
Well, that's good because right now we're so, as I said a few minutes ago, so confined. So, uh, do you normally have guests on your podcast? Uh, you, well, of course like, you have to. You couldn't do a podcast without a guest, could you? <laughs> You'd be on the I, al- talking to I always have a guest. I always have a guest. But I have to be telling you, I'm thinking of uh, doing one with just music. With, with just music? Correct. I love music, Barbara. Do you play anything or an instrument or sing? I love to sing. And I do play a little bit of piano, and I do play the drums. No kidding. No. That's that's a wonderful instrument. Uh, and people don't appreciate it. You know, it's a, it's a, there's a real talent. Well, you're, I don't know how old you are, but I know when I was a kid, we had used to have a place called the Totem Pole. We'd go out. That was a big date, you know, go to the Totem Pole. It was a dance place. And it was out in Waltham, I think, maybe Woolworth. I'm not sure. And uh, they would have, you know, guest performers. At one time, Gene Krupa was a guest. Now, you, I don't know if you do know that name. He was a drummer. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that was it. Was that was fun? So, uh, yeah, drumming is an interesting. We had a. Uh, Direct music director at the high school one year, and my kids, a couple of them, were in the band, and they did a drum uh, number, mm-hmm. a total drum for one of their annual uh, concerts, which they played other songs. But this was a special drum uh, number, and it was really, really lovely, wonderful. So. Other than that, uh, I'm home trying to not watch too much television and get depressed by the news about the COVID-19 thing, which is very, it is very depressing, and trying to pick up on other things. But I, I do miss, you know, seeing the people. I miss seeing everybody, and, and including my family members. But uh, then I also miss you know, like people at the station. Uh, I've done some different, sh- interesting shows. J- Jim Mudge was, I think I'm the only person that calls him Jim. Everybody else calls him James. And we did a show on my cancer experience. I don't know if you remember that. Yes, I do. Yeah. We won a, an award for that one. I It was a was it three one session or three? No, it was one. But I talked to the doctor. I talked to my, you know, uh, nursing PA, at, at, and uh, then I talked to the. And then they, Jim James was my director, and we went into the chemo unit, and they watched me. Well, you probably saw the show. They, you know, watched them put the needle in and start the chemo. And I've had a lot of people tell me that they thought that was a really helpful show. So that's that was that was what I did it for. I didn't want to do it to win an an award, but I was it was pleased that we did. But mostly, I just wanted people to know this is this is something you could do, and it's not all that scary. So you know. I, I, I was pleased with it. I had uh, 
And people have, in fact, I walked into the uh, drugstore one Sunday morning, uh, and uh, this woman said, oh, that was, you were so brave to do that. And I said, brave? And she said, well, you know, and I said, well, I, I didn't really think of myself as being brave. I, I just thought of myself as giving information and, you know, uh, so I don't know, but that was nice to hear. Well, that and, was uh, that was um, very uh, encouraging. That's a good word for it. I like that. Very encouraging for you to do that, and I'm grateful James was there with you. Yeah, he was. He's he's a great director, very creative person. And uh, so, what is he? What's his title now? Now at the station, he's the program director, I believe. Yeah, you know, it's a funny thing because when he first came in as a volunteer, do you probably remember that, do you? Oh, I remember very well. Yes. And he 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 really didn't know anything about I mean, about uh cable access. But he learned so quickly and I kept saying he was my director at that time and he was a volunteer and I kept saying we should give him a job and, and I guess it was Ron. He he said, kept saying we can't afford it. We, we and then finally he did get a job, and of course he took the job with the understanding that he would continue to direct my show. And there was another show that he directed, and uh, so that was great for a year. Then he he got so busy, and of course Ron kept giving him more things to do because he was so capable that. Uh, <laughs> He, he no longer could be my director, so I thought to myself, me and my big mouth, you know, if he was still a volunteer, he'd still be directing. But anyway, he's and he does a great job. And I think we have a great staff down there. Now, they're very, very, very pleasant people to work with. Yeah, well, it's and, and they're also, they know their stuff, so they're all very capable. Yes, they are. They are. Yeah, so, so... Uh, so Guillermo is is what he's volunteer director is he? Um, I don't have his card right at hand, but I know he's the government uh, person at this point. Oh, he they didn't hire someone to specifically replace Brian when Brian left. Well, I, I I'm not going to go into detail, but that's all I know at this point. Um, and uh, I'm just grateful to work with a great group of people. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, and and some of the the former employees too. Yeah, wonderful uh, people to work with. I've I've worked with great people, nice, yeah. caring people, all of them. Well, you're a great you're a great addition to the staff, if I may say so. Oh, thank you very much, Barbara. There's so much you do. You edit, do you not? Yes, I do. Yeah, and then you also. Uh, have your own show. Mm-hmm, that's correct. And you're at the desk in the office manager. Yes. So you read people when they come in, you deal with problems, you deal with questions. So so you your job is rather uh, consuming, and, and but interesting. it must be interesting. You might uh, call I'm, me chief cook and bottle washer. Yeah, 
Well, they're okay. Everybody needs a, a good trio like that, you know, good chief <laughs> and bottle washers. So. I'll, I'll, king, I'll king aside. Uh, I'm just grateful to be part of the team. Really? Now, are you a retirement age? I, of course. Unfortunately, seventy is coming real close. You're your kid. You're just a kid. <laughs> you know that I will become. Uh, I will turn ninety. Oh my gosh! You're so young at heart, Barbara. <laughs> well, that's the whole secret. Yes. You know, you get old. You can't be old. Now, I don't mean you have to be a fool and walk around like if you're you're 90 or 75 or 80 wearing mini skirts and dressing like a teenager, but you have to live in the world and not in the past. Correct. That's correct. Yes. And well, it's fun. Yes, it it's is. It's much more. That's, that's, it, it, it yeah, is. Yeah, so much more interesting doing that than being, you know... Now, now, there's no question. You get together with some of your friends who are your age, and you start talking about the good old days. You know, remember when this, and remember, you know, talking about dating in, the, in those days and so forth and so on. But then you have to know what's happening today. You can't be just, you know, clucking your tongue and saying, oh, my, look at these young people, you know, what they're doing now. That's not. That's not living. That's kind of, you know, just kind of sitting there. It's just kind of letting the world go by. So at least that's how I feel about it. My philosophy is stay in the world, live life as it is today with with reasonable requirements. You know, you don't want to be, as I said, trying to be like a teenager when you're 65 or 70. But you know what I mean. So you're going to be 70. So you're just a kid. Well, it's coming up real close, Barbara, but I look at it this way. To the youngsters out there, my hat's off to you, and keep on yeah. learning and keep on pressing in. You have a, a, a wonderful opportunity to learn wonderful things nowadays. Um, I, I have to say Haley Howe of Malden Access is doing a wonderful job. Uh, I have to say um, Guillermo Hamlin is doing a great job. Talonzo, yeah, I really like him a lot. Oh, yes. Talonzo Amos is doing a great job, and so is James. And who? James. Mudge. Oh, James, I know, but who's the other person? Talonzo Amos. Yeah, no, no, Talonzo, but you, don't you have uh, a couple of other people there? Um, Masio? Okay, yeah, Masio, too, as well as working so hard with the interns here at Malden Access. My hat's off to Ann Drissel Rose, Ron Cox, and to Olsa, uh, who they're all doing great jobs here at Malden what Access. What does Olsa do? Uh, she's a coordinator, uh, um, a coordinator, and she does a fabulous job. Everybody here at Malden Access. Uh, mostly is working from home, but they're do- working tirelessly. Yeah, and, yeah. And I'm grateful for that. And I'm grateful well, for <laughs> for the opportunity to talk to you, um, um, my dear, dear friend Barbara. Lots of love I've, coming. I really enjoyed it, and oh, I great. like. I have. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay, dear. That's okay. I do love you a great deal, Barbara. 
Uh, we're here for you if you need us. And uh, maybe again, uh, we could well, do this I, again. I'm not going. I'm not going anywhere. I have plans to stick around. If, if, well, actually, my family, which, of course, everything's up in the air now with the COVID. Uh, and I think our, you know, uh, return to normalcy. And I think that's going to be quite different from what we experienced before this pandemic uh, hit us. Uh, it's It's been... A difficult time, but I think we've we've come together. Well, this country is great in that respect, and I know I sound, you know, oh, she's a flag waver, but I am, and I love my city. But I think, you know, when when we have problems, this country, we pull together. And you know, I've I've lived through you haven't, but I've lived through uh, World War Two. I remember the closeness, the, you know, the. Uh, love, actually, the pride. So, do I sound like I'm on a soapbox? (laughs) No, you're not, Barbara. But I'm going to say like this, Barbara, uh, I'm going to sign off for now, and we'll do this again. Uh, Lots of love. I really would like to. We will. Lots of love coming your weird dear and thank you for coming on this show, uh, on the podcast. And I I want to get... What, dear? I said, I had, I'm having such a good time. Oh, wonderful. Uh, I want to give a shout out again for all the first responders to the chief of police and all the police officers in Malden, Massachusetts and all around the country. I want to give oh, a yeah. shout out to the nurses and doctors. Oh, yeah. And I want to give a shout out to CNAs, volunteers. All those in mm-hmm. healthcare, all those at the stores that are putting their life out on the line for us. Yep. All the home care workers, all of them, and all those that. And are, you know who I want to give a shout out to? Who, dear? Our mayor. I'm just about to do that. I want to give a shout. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to Mayor Gary Christensen at this time. Mayor Gary. Yeah, Mayor Gary Christensen, thank you for uh, coming into Malden Access and, and having your show update and all those that make it happen. I give a yeah. thanks and a shout out. Yeah. So yeah. I thank you today and uh, we will do this again. And I want to give a shout out f- for my uh, daughter and my daughter-in-law. Oh, my, how nice. My two daughters. My two daughters, all of three of them, are nurses. Oh, isn't that wonderful? And I, I and they're working, of course. Yes, they're they're working. And I give a thanks for them because they were all tested, and I'm grateful at this point they are safe. And I will be praying for you. And, well, thank you. And I'll be praying for you, Barbara, and all those out there. We will well, do this. Thank you, and I. I pray for you and my my friends and my fellow Americans. So I'll tell you, I believe in prayer. Okay. And, uh, bye-bye yeah. for now, Barbara. Take care. Okay. Well, bye-bye. And it was nice talking to you, Josephine. Bye-bye, sweetheart. Now I'm going to be playing some soft music, but again, continue to wash your hands, if not with soap and water, definitely with hand sanitizer. Uh, wear your mask when you're outside. And please take care of yourselves.
Bye-bye for now and take care.